Jesus, I'm raising five kids and I didn't miss last week. What's your excuse? The double standard. One, she should know better in this day and age. You're gonna if you work for Disney, her show's a drop in the ocean for them. They don't need that shit. They're gonna cancel her. Disney owns ABC. They don't need that. She shouldn't really be tweeting stuff like that in this, in this the, the climate that we're in. However, the woman she was tweeting does look like a monkey. Now, now look, right now you're listening to a quality program. Tweet us at the podcast, let the underscore podcast. Up. Is it educational? I'm curious to get your dick on it. Tell us to shut the Both, fuck up. John, 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 John. Oh my gosh. Great. I admire. No. If we can find a clip. Yeah, I actually have one. Over to baseball, real quick, before we end here, just to get everyone ready and fluffed. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Oh my gosh. Wait, it's in the podcast. Oh my gosh. It is like fucking bonkers. Oh my gosh. Kumse, Kumse. Oh my gosh. No. Oh yeah, I heard it's back. No. It's back, yeah. Um, I read that, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Kind of overrated news break, but maybe we could have some fun with it. Yeah, I got it. I got the Korean national anthem no. ready to go. Five, four, three. Five, Open Gangnam Style. The summit is oh, back on. We're in dirt tonight. The summit is back. <laughs> Panmunjang. Panmunjang. Panmunjang Pyongyang. Relations. Oh my gosh. Pyongyang. Store relations great. We're gonna have an agenda. We're gonna have a schedule. We're gonna have a program. He's gonna get with the program. It's gonna be tremendous. It's gonna be really Nobody fantastic. Really will do. So the uh, yeah, the talk of the hour tonight is of course, uh, President Trump has uh, released the information that the summit with uh, North Korean Premier, what is he? Is Supreme Ruler Kim Jong Un? Oh, Emperor divine of the galaxy. Yeah, he has no empire, yeah, right. though, which is funny. Emperor he's, he's, of the Galactic he's actually, Empire. He's actually less of an empire because he's only the North Korea. He doesn't even have the whole peninsula. I think he's, he's only the lame. vice. Half. Because his father, who's dead, and his grandfather are, are like the uh, eternal emperors. Right, yeah. Hmm. What was the grandfather's name? Oh, Song Yong Fat? Grandpa Kim. <laughs> Grandpa It was Un. Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Il. And then. Uh, those North Koreans are really into their faces plastered on all those buildings though I mean like the big the big murals of them everywhere it's so tacky imagine seeing like Trump's face or any president Obama Clinton Bush like their face like draped over buildings you'd be like what the fuck is this I mean how like you know See, I think I I've always thought that that's just the same guy from like a million years ago that they've just what? been using. Is it a, is it a new person every time? Yeah, it looks like Mao Zedong. Mao. <laughs> Mao. Mao was a piece of shit. Mao Pol Pot. Pol Pot. Owned. Owned. Pol Pot was the uh... three black dragons. Yes. Pol Pot. Who was the Khmer Rouge? The Khmer Rouge was. Uh, Fuck, are you guys yeah, that was, that was Pol, 
Yeah, that was Paul Pot. That was who it was. Okay. Those guys, man. A lot of that Asian stuff gets muddled in my head with history, like Saigon. It, it's a lot of, yeah. It's, it's stuff that's perishable, let's just say. Yeah, it's perishable. It's digestible. You want to shit it out. There was a, a great story going on um, know, a couple of weeks ago about one of the guys who was responsible for the My Lai massacre who had just died. And I'm thinking to myself, this, this made big news, but in reality... How many people really remember the My Lai Massacre and remember any of these names? Not me. Oh, my gosh. And it, Right. Oh. And so, um, and it's so bad. I, actually, oh, I don't please. even remember the guy's name. He was a captain at the time. The only name that, that I can remember from the My Lai Massacre is, of course, William Calley. Yeah, right. Who was the disgraced platoon leader of it. But, yeah, right. Um, mm. And he's still alive. Yeah, what and year was that that happened? That was that 1968 was... that happened. Yes. 68 yes. or 69. Yeah, right. I do Mass. remember the film Wind Talkers with Nicolas Cage, perhaps the best Vietnam film ever made. Uh, I never saw it. It was a World War II movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was, actually. Was that true? Hey, Nicolas Cage was in two World War II movies, right? He was in well, Annapolis. Annapolis. Oh, oh that's gosh. right. He's but not Annapolis. The Indianapolis, excuse me. It's <laughs> probably in more than I know what you were talking about. about, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, a movie actually, I was supposed to be an extra on back. In, like, oh my gosh! Four. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh my gosh! I, I, I've seen Mel Gibson's. Uh, what's his uh, Vietnam movie? It's actually we pretty were good. Soldiers. Oh, that yeah, was a good, actually a big movie because that was filmed oh my gosh. in Fort Benning in, in Columbus, Georgia. Oh so, wow! You know, down in Columbus land, they all think that movie's just, you know, divine, godlike. Oh, I'm really? sure. Why? We were soldiers. Just because it was filmed. It's a, it's a true story. The guy, the three-star, he's now passed away, but he re- left. He retired a three-star general. It was a famous battle that took place about, um, in 1965. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of legendary characters in it. And, of course, it was filmed, you know, in Fort Benning, where it's just, you know, that's oh, in Oh, wow. Yeah. They that's pretty awesome. That is place. pretty dope. It take, there's scenes that take place right in the airborne field. Oh, so like shit. they filmed it where it happened or real yeah. close to whoa, Well, oh my God. I don't know what they whoa, did. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know what they did for Vietnam. Whoa, whoa. Maybe they did film it there. I don't know. Um, probably a Hollywood backlot. But all the scenes that, yeah. that Universal are supposed to take place at Fort Benning, <laughs> they actually take landing. place at Fort Benning. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. A lot of those... Uh... I do like a lot of. I was thinking about this the other night because I had a lot of problems in my life, and I just think about weird movies late at night. No, oh but gosh. I think about these historical pieces, like We Were Soldiers and uh, Wind Talkers, uh, Braveheart, Glory. They, they they need to do more like war movies. There's so many untouched battles and things like that that people don't even really talk about that make great stories. Oh, yeah. For example, they came out with Defiance ten years yeah. ago with yeah. Daniel Craig. They, those guys weren't the greatest guys in the world either. The, Hollywood made them to be saints. They were actually pretty ruthless people, but you still didn't mm. know that story. I uh, can't watch that movie because of the horse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Can't do it. I'm still stuck on my uh, George Washington, you know, <laughs> oh. Revolutionary War. You build up to the season two finale is they're getting ready to cross the, the, the Delaware. Like how amazing would that season opener, oh season three, be them amazing. in the middle of the Delaware 
And I mean, you can really like uh, the iconic painting. Exaggerate it up a bit. But he, <laughs> oh, did yeah. he never stand in that boat? Probably not. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't. I think that was over. probably an exaggeration. Like I mean, you wanted to you wanted to stay low. You didn't want the enemy to see it. You're really right. gonna oh, come, man. It's the middle of the night, yeah. Christmas. And it's not like yeah. they're motorboats. It's like, we will be over there in 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm saying you could stretch that out to like two and a half episodes. You could really do it. I agree, yeah. Because, I mean, there was a lot of boats they had to get over to, to kill those Hessians. Oh, those it wasn't just one boat? Yes. The there, oh, there was like 100 of them. <sighs> Whoa. It took oh the entire God. night to do. I, I'm just exaggerating probably the 100, oh but gosh. it was multiple right, boats. Was because, right. was and then they marched all the way to Trenton from there. So Yeah, right. There uh, is a great, oh, like, I don't know if you want to call it a war story, but it's just now erupting on Netflix, and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, right. Um, but I've heard. The Bachelorette. Stop. Yeah. Uh, we need yeah, an update Queen, on that too. Queen Becca <laughs> is, the, is the new. I was um, hoping we'd get through this, like at least the first half without a mention. Oh, I just did. <laughs> That's a new thing. We haven't even gotten <sighs> to the next episode yet. Can't wait. I always imagined, like, as soon as they got the to the story. other side of the Delaware, you know, the Hessians were camped, like, right on the bank of the river. Like, they were, like, right oh, there. Yeah. I didn't know they had to march through. No, they had to march. In a tr they were in Trent. So they had they had to, uh, you know, march the old-fashioned way, humping a lot of heavy gear and, you know, rifles that weren't exactly. Oh, my occupied. God. Yeah. Imagine if these men were alive today. And it's freezing. Ass. Oh yeah, and it was freezing too. And it was freezing, yeah. And that was their Christmas. That's a gonna get into this. This new program apparently on Netflix that I've just recently heard about about the israelis and it's That's it's fine it's um and it's it's <laughs> actually produced in israel by israelis so there's uh little to no english i guess you okay. know translations or or like the godzilla voiceovers <laughs> yes god they gotta get back into doing that just for the <laughs> fuck of it please yeah right um but apparently it takes you into the real life of, of yeah the right side and uh, the Palestinian terrorists, and they they film no. some pretty gritty stuff. What's it called, Biz? Is it um... is it Fout? I want to say Fatwa from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, no, but what's shit. the name yeah, right. of the show? Is it something I think like it's, no, country? I think it's Fout, Fout, Fouta, Fouta, Falafel, Fatwa. Well, let's get. Can we pull up a Netflix gyro and see if it's? Yeah, I'll yeah, tell you what. I think it's called Falafel. It's about shawarma. About lamb. Gyro. And, and it's. <laughs> See what uh, I, I want to come up with but, a sounder for the fines mid-show if anybody does it. But I, I've heard it's, it's really... Called, it's called <laughs> Fwada. Fwada, yeah. Okay, that's something I just heard about today, and it's pretty intense. Oh, wow. I haven't watched that's... Netflix in a while, but apparently there's a lot of good stuff. I'm looking at Steve Martin and Martin Short. Garbage. And... Oh, is it? Oh, my God. They have... Uh, Martin Short is funny. Steve Martin is like... He is just he doesn't have it anymore. Ah. So, oh, no. It, it looks so like he's forcing it. But Martin Short's oh, no. hilarious. All right, I'll pass on that then, I guess. Yeah, don't... Uh... Steve Martin's good with his movies, and but it's, like lately, he hasn't done anything good. 
I mean, really, when was the last like great Steve Martin film that you've seen that you're like, he was great in that? Survivor's Guide to Prison. So smooth and funny and good at like you know millisecond improvising, and you see Steve Martin like struggling to keep up with them. Well, he's just stumbling. Oh, that's. That's not what you want to see. And look at this. I see Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love, 27 Gone Too Soon. That looks good. I wonder how that... So there's a lot of stuff I have to catch up on on Netflix, but I'm still trying to catch up on Westworld. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking Westworld. Jesus. This show is, like, so deep and layered. It's... Really it really getting, is. Really getting fucking confusing. It is, My man. My wife has to explain a lot of it to me because she's all caught up on it. And I'm just I was thinking that Sunday. Yeah, I'm sure she does. It's very layered. I mean, I've I mean you watch it. this and they're like, they're all over the place. And you're like, you, you really have to like think. Dude. Which on Sunday night's a little tough. You're like, oh, I just want to like relax. It's all you know about what I, Bernard. Like his character is so fucking all over the. Like it's. He's everywhere. There's so many. When he sees heels. himself walk by himself, like what is happening? Right. It's very layered, like a cake. It's like every sci-fi, you know, requirement is showing up all at once. It's crazy. It's like Roseanne. Does anybody even watch these? <laughs> Does anybody watch any of the Adam Sandler, Chris Rock material on Netflix? I watch none of it, and you know I was no. a huge fan for so many. I don't watch any of them. No, I don't think because, Adam Sandler hasn't been funny in like fifteen. And years. I think that's why he's on Netflix. I think if, yeah. you, if, if you have to try and keep yourself out in the in you know the public eye, and and you and you have to do a series that television doesn't want, so you got to go to Netflix, right? It tells me that even bridge. though, yeah, exactly. It tells me that even though Netflix um, has the, probably the widest audience right now against any network, it's still not mainstream television and it's not mainstream film yet. It might be. Right. Uh, tell me where I'm wrong. No, it's true. It's very true. And you're absolutely right. The reason these guys like Sandler do this is it's a safe bet for anybody. He's going to get some money, it's very cheap to produce. And the studio is not wasting like a hundred million dollars on marketing for this because Netflix, it's very, just built into it, you know. Yeah. Right. I mean, I totally agree, Biscardi. I can't bring myself to watching it because Sandler has gone from and Clark, you're right too. He's gone from making those CDs where it was just him and like his own money and that <laughs> stuff shit was still the funniest yes. shit he's ever done. It, it was. And now yeah. he's, he's not selling out, but he has complete control. Netflix offered him like an eight film deal and he, they were like, you can do whatever you want. Put all your friends in it, write it, produce it, whatever. We'll just fund it. And yeah, you right. But what does that say about all of his friends? Like Chris Rock does. It's like they've all just kind he of does a stand up. Yeah. Yeah, they're just. I watched the Chris Rock the special too, and he was funny, but um, he's another one too that that's not as not as good as he used to be. I didn't, um, he I took like too much time off. Him talk about he's racist, being single, and how he sucks at dating. I was yes, like, Yo, you're Chris right. Rock. What are you talking about? Like you don't. Yeah, what are you doing? White kids, white kids need to get shot because white parents need to. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, what's he saying? What's he? What's he? What's he talking about? What did he about? say there? What did he? I forget. White, white parents need to 
suffer like black parents, something like that. Yeah, right. And yeah. their white children need to be shot in school or, or something like that. And, um, you know, when you really take that into account and, and Roseanne makes a monkey comment, we go back to yeah, the double right. standards again, but... Uh, there are certainly some double standards. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's not a double standard because no That's one true. has control over those other people. ABC has control over Roseanne. Yes, and they didn't yes. even own the show, so they were like, "Fuck it, just drop it. Who cares?" And now and, I'm yeah, hearing and, they're going to bring the show back without her. Yeah, they want to reboot Roseanne without Roseanne and make. Uh, Sarah so Gilbert, sure like work. the main character, that Matt that's never gonna work. Why not though? John Goodman, like yeah, the right. cast is so good, and like Roseanne. Oh yeah, they, I mean, it's not like she's the best. Oh, the the cast yeah. can definitely do their own show, but to make a show, it would have to be a spinoff. They Call can't Roseanne. do Roseanne. Cool. Yeah, I mean that would be awful. I don't care. If, I don't care because I never watched the show Darlene. as much as I love John Goodman. I, I never watched the show. I wasn't. And like, in Chris life. Rock did come under fire for that, you know, for like a day or so, you know. Uh, what is it, IndieWire or something that goes, did rock go too far? Oh, yeah. So yeah, 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 he did. It's, it's interesting to see how they bounce back, how they bounce back in years prior to now. Like, remember when Tracy Morgan said, like, he'd rather have his kid die than be gay or something like that? Yeah. I mean, that was out of the news, like, in a couple of weeks. Today, you'd be, you'd be lynched. You know what I mean? Imagine. I mean, look at R. Kelly. Look at R. Kelly. R. Kelly raped, like, a 14-year-old. Oh, Samantha yeah. B. hot in the news right now because she called Ivanka Trump a cunt. Mm-hmm. Right, Samantha uh, B. called her, called her a cunt. Right, but that's not Feckless. racist. Oh my gosh, no, it's yeah. not racist. It's misogynistic, and and we're it's okay if a woman yeah you, says you can just be regular mean. You can't be racist mean. Right. There was a there was a study that came out a few years ago, and and a book I forget the guy's name, but it was a doctor who wrote how society, and it's pretty interesting. Society will collectively randomly select who to crucify and who to not and he yeah, used right. the example of this girl I don't even remember this she was a no nobody just a regular kid she was like 18 I think she was from Virginia and she was going to Africa with her family and she tweeted something like I- I'm going to Africa I hope I don't get AIDS uh, something awful yeah. but she oh had gosh. like 40 followers she wasn't famous and overnight it got retweeted it's like, like 300,000 times and it basically oh. ruined her life and the guy was saying like how some tweets say worse things, but but it's interesting how people pick up what they want to pick up, and it goes viral. Like, I mean, I could go to Twitter and find a uh, hundred things worse than what Roseanne said yes. that night. But and no, nobody, are, they got an audience of maybe 50 people. Let's right. China. Right, China. just like China. if the quarterback China. for South Dakota High School knelt during the national anthem. Right. Nobody <laughs> would have given a shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one would have known. You know, I... I uh, I wonder how. Speaking of which, going into next school year, I guess come September, how many high school kids are still going to do the knee? Because I know a lot of coaches last season um, encouraged, not just accepted, but encouraged their players to take a knee. Uh, I wonder if that's going to be phased. Why would you encourage? Like, just don't bring it up. It's not... Exactly. Like, yeah, why even They're not it? pros. They're, it's just fucking football. Right. Jesus. Right. And, Jesus. and the police have nothing to do with the national anthem, which is the argument I've made since day one. But I wonder how that's going to right. play oh, out um, next season. I mean, the, the NFL fines that are happening or, or are going to happen if anybody does. 
Right, um, that's in place. I, I think there's going to be a lot of fines handed handed down. I don't think that's going well, to right. the well, what the NFL players are going to do now, they're saying, is instead of kneeling during the anthem, they're going to just stay in the locker room as a protest. Right. right. And there's no way to really punish against that. Who anymore. really cares anyway? I mean, during the national anthem, what players are doing. I mean, you're not the really you're weird not really thing watching is the TV that, anyway. Uh, a basketball player did this with a real Arab-sounding name. 20 years ago, he sat during the national anthem, and then they made it a rule that you have to stand in the NBA. Raheem, Mahmoud, Raheem, Sharif, I I forget his name. Hakeem Olajuwon. Shave, (laughs) hairball. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But it's just weird. It's uh, Back to Netflix real quick. Um, Howard Stern. He's Letterman's next guest. Uh, oh wow! Probably the worst interview the, those two have ever done. Right. Ever done. Oh, really? It's like they've just done it to death, and all they do is talk That's about true. how they should be friends, but they just aren't. Oh my gosh! Um, but imagine if Howard did today what he did, like when he Ooh. was on in like Detroit. And good point. You know he was. Pretending to cut the cords of Soupy Sales piano. Yeah, right. Could you imagine though? There's like no way. It's like what he did in the '80s has now become so mainstream that it's like fireable. You get fired for it. Yeah, right. You couldn't pull that, that today. Doing. It's crazy. The evolution of comedy. Yes. Yes, it's true. And when you look at that, it's interesting to see the parallels and the timelines. And the linear history between the 80s and we yeah, right. get away with even in the mid-90s. Even things on the yeah, show right. Friends, you could not get away with today. Some of the plot lines they had. In well, could you imagine All in the Family today? Oh, gosh, yeah. What, it would never be greenlit. It would be too Never. Oh. The Sammy Davis Jr. episodes. Oh, forget it. I mean, that's a great point. Married with, the children, with children. Even Dragnet. You ever watch old Dragnet? I love Dragnet. I've seen every episode. I, I still watch the show. I think it's great. Which, by the way, we got to do that Dragnet spoof. Um, Gagnet. But, yeah. Gag, but, but Dragnet, he, they even uh, said things like, yeah, all these kids are smoking marijuana today. Next thing you know, homosexuality will be okay. You know, that's like a real line for ah, like, the show. Wow. You could never do that Oh, today. my goodness. Yeah. Next thing, homosexuality. Uh, I'm, I just love thinking the dra- I'm thinking of the Dragnet Pretty voices. Sure. I didn't watch the show very much, but, you know, Agent Friday. Next thing I know, queering will be accepted. They'll be smoking the reefer this, for health. This is the city, Los Angeles, California. I work here. I carry a badge. And and I love when they're ever on drugs, even like pot in the episodes. They're all acting like they're on like eight drops of acid they're just like oh i'm the blue boy i am flying <laughs> that kid's going blind young man you know who we're about the next kid the next kid who wants to go in there you know who they based dragnet off of off joe friday was that episode in seinfeld with the library cop where he's like well, listen to me joy boy i'm worried about the next kid that that was a spoof of dragnet that's yeah. how like every episode bookman is. joe bookman joe bookman joe bookman Joe Bookman. Hard feelings where you know about hard feelings no we don't call him thieves what do you call him we call him criminals Steve Martin and Martin Short. The 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 title is funny. An evening you will forget for the rest of your life. Um, but yeah. Oh it's, yeah. It's very lopsided. Martin Short carries the whole thing. So it should have been him. Not worth watching. Wild, Who do you think's funnier? Country. Who do you think's funnier? 
Martin Short when he's like in his prime and tearing it up and all that stuff. Or John Candy when he's in his prime and doing all these wacky roles in the 80s. And you know what, man? Whenever I think Martin Short is going to lose a step, I mean, I watched him on this thing, and he he has not. He's as he good as he it. was very 20 bright. years ago. Yeah, he's on. He's he's on. He's tuned in. <laughs> he's so funny. Yeah, right. But John Candy, man, yeah. he's great even when he's not being funny. He's he's right. lovable. Yeah, you know, Martin he Short led a sad man. life. It's you you laugh but you cry when you see him because he really led a sad life. I mean, he was. Um, oh, no. I guess in a way, Del, he was Del Griffith, even though he had a he had a wife who didn't die. Right. He died. Um, but well, there was pain there, and Martin Short's just a, true. A, I'm Anita Horgarth. Buck Melanoma, Molly Russell's wart. Yeah. He's just a kooky guy. I mean, I loved yeah. the Jiminy Glick character. Yeah, oh, right. that's a great God. character. You know, what you, so what you, hilarious. What is you hiding from? <laughs> I thought it was so very good. funny. He was always insulting the guest, like, backhandedly. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jim, he's like, he was asking Mel Brooks, what is Frustrated, unsuccessful, stammering, stuttering, sweating, <laughs> you know, completely out of your element individual. Aren't you kind? I'm sitting here with one of the great stars of Hollywood. One of the true insiders of Hollywood. Wonderful Steve Martin. How are you? I'm good. You're born Stephen... Glenn. Glenn Martin. So good. Are you really... <laughs> I like when you see comedians that Sweet. were, like, big at one time still being able to tear it up. You know, yeah. like, Billy Crystal's always on funny, you know, even if you're not... He's not, he's not like, uh, slapstick funny, but he's still, like... Right. He always yeah, wanted, but he's, always he's interesting to so talk. soft because now he's he's um, he, he's, re, he's older now. You know he's 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 he did a whole bit. He wrote a book about um, being retired and and you know being a a baby boomer now in his sixties. Yeah, uh, right. he yeah, shed a couple of worst. tears because he talks about his yeah. wife. Um, and he said it's a, you know I I hope she goes before me because I don't want to miss her. And then he goes on programs. It's sad. That's touching. I mean, I I like that. But he'll go on programs and like Bill Maher, and he talks about how – and he he first made a funny joke about this too. He said, um, I don't want want to turn into that that old man that the little kids talk about. You know, be careful not to hit your ball into old man Crystal's yard. You're never going to get that ball back. But then he's – but he's yeah, right, I read that. Like, I saw that. Yeah, that so he's time. turning into a bit of a grumpy man, and he knows it. But yeah. he's pissed off most about the administration, and he uses his grandchildren. He says, "I have three or four grandchildren, whatever it is. And, you know, what kind of a life am I leaving them? That's like you know, yeah, every right. time I, I I hear that. Daytona. What what people are are leaving behind." It's like you're only leaving behind your own legacy. Whatever happened, the, the rest of the world is going to be what. Yeah, hey, I, I agree with you. <laughs> what are we doing to our children? Well, what are you doing for me now? Nothing. Right. How about some money? <laughs> I'm, I'm suffering. I need money. How about helping me now? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. We're the ones keeping this thing together with duct tape and you know a paper yeah, clip, aerosol cans in my it. dick. Worry about you know what this is one thing together. I agree with, with Chris Rock you? about. Stop calling oh telling your kids they're special. Your children right. aren't special. If you didn't tell yeah, them right. that, we wouldn't have millennials. <sighs> right. Yeah, thank you. 
Yeah, what are we leaving behind? Well, what about now? Let's just fix right now and give me a couple bucks. But I still think he's a funny guy. I love Billy. No, yeah, it's funny. Analyze this. And I yeah. loved wait, it. Wait, uh, the Andre documentary. I loved him and um, and uh, 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 we just talked about it all in the film. My Rob, giant, not, my giant, great play. Yeah, Rob uh, Rob Schneider about that, and uh, they talk about their <laughs> memories together with Schneider. Andre during the filming of of Princess Bride. That's actually like, really touching. I Rob, oh, I, I would like to see that. I, I would think. Like uh, I think part of Sandler's deal was to like just give Rob Schneider a show until one of them sticks. I swear he's in like a new show where he's the main character every year. And it's Schneider? Like, this is Rob. Rob How is he still getting work? Mr. Wow. Like, Cuz I think like Chris Kattan and and Rob Schneider are those two guys that like they're just trying to hang on to whatever oh, SML thing they oh, had. I, I I told you about I think we may have talked about this in a a, a show a couple of years ago but my wife and I and a couple of friends went to see Chris Kattan live in Corpus oh, yeah. Christi, Texas, and he was so awful. I was going to you know, say, you is he a do? comedian? Like you or your little niche out and just keep working. Because the next thing you know, it's been, I've been doing this for 25 years. You know, my favorite working. story that you told, it still is, out of everything that we've ever heard on this show. Uh-huh. You know what I'm going to say? What's on that? When Rob was the one, I believe, maybe I got it wrong, you were the one who told me the Steven Seagal story. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. You got a new oh, one? Oh, that he wrote the greatest Wait, but tell that, wait, wait. Okay. Just for anyone who's never heard that, oh, it's, tell the it's first the story. Okay, there's a yeah, writer right. that I know, and I won't mention his name. But he uh, was meeting <laughs> Steven Seagal for the rewrite, for, for the writing, potentially, for Under Siege 2. Right. The, you know, and that was the one that broke him when it made $57 oh million dollars when that was $57 million right. in the early 90s. And so he goes into one of those trailers, you know, to meet with Steven Seagal, and he's on the set, and it's one of those big triple bangers where you, you go into this trailer and it's like you can get lost in there it's a maze of <laughs> pop outs you know it's like which pop out is steven seagal and he's in the third yeah right to the left and the he's end of the big hall. star and he's waiting in there for 45 minutes he's making him wait sitting there by himself finally steven seagal emerges from one of the other anterooms <laughs> in the mobile home and he comes out and he said i just read the greatest script i've ever read in my life he goes, really who wrote it? I did. <laughs> just like goofy on stage. He's all about the, the vulgar sex talk, but it's just not mm. funny. Uh. He's still a skinny little guy with like a pot belly, though, so he's a skinny fat man. Oh, he's starting to unravel. Yeah, and he's starting to be relocated. It was just really tasteless. So you know, (laughs) when I fuck my girlfriend, I notice now that uh, my butt jiggles. Yeah, it's it's just. Oh, what the fuck! I don't want to hear that. What do you notice that? Baby, don't hurt me. That's what I just want to see him do the Roxbury thing for an hour. It just wasn't funny. funny. It wasn't funny. No, was he a comedian before? I said hell. Probably. I mean, they all were. Yeah. I think he was with the improv group. That I think so. I think he was an improv, improv guy. guy. I don't think yeah. he's a stand-up. No, I think he's the improv guy, which you can only go one way after you become famous. You can't go back to improv. No, you can't. Unless you're on a <laughs> show. That, yeah, that's right. when you're starting out. You can't do it. You can't ever go back to it. Nobody famous does improv no. unless they're no. teaching it or they're doing like a guest appearance. That's like paid. on the Chicago circuit. That's how Melissa McCarthy and, and her husband met, and that's where they started out. Yeah, right. Um, Second City. Dave yeah, right. And Will Ferrell and Chris yeah, right. came, I think came from the improv. Yeah, Steve right. Yeah, oh, John Candy, most of the guys did. Groundlings, Second City. 
Sommerstock. I didn't do it! Well, of course, uh, Sommerstock. Count of three, we're all gonna put down our guns. I have crossbows. We'll put down our weaponry on the count of three. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. One, two, two, three. three. Uh, yeah, Chris Catan, he's uh, Corky Romano. That was kind of the peak. Yeah, luckily, um, Rob, or, uh, Rob Schneider does have a good list of movies, actually. Like good box office I can't hits. believe his father's still alive. Still love that Always will. Chick, Deuce Bigelow, Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. I mean, he has m- movies that made a hundred million. But he did yeah. a horror movie once. It was it was yes. the house on a haunted house. Oh my god! House. He did House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, that was the, it. The remake with with uh, it was so bad. It was awful with uh, Dick on Haunted Hill. It was in that. It was uh, house. Oh, the, the hot chick, the Bond chick, was in it. The uh, Famke Jensen from uh, what's her name? She's from Taken. Yeah, the hot. Yeah, Famke Jensen. Hi. You'd recognize she's in an X Men Jeff- girl. She was, Jeffrey uh, Rush was the, hmm. the, the lead in that. Was the guy, and uh, it, but he was in that. It was he was just so awkward. He was like the caretaker. Love Rush. I'm a Russian. Rush is good. Rush oh my is gosh. Good. Fan. Um, Night of the Roxbury. I didn't know until a couple years ago. Actually, took place in L.A. After I moved out here, I thought it was always Miami because the way uh, they position it. Yeah. No, I knew, I knew it was pants, L.A. White, only white because pants. of uh, right. Well, Richie Grieco. There's the um, 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Nice to with that It's great. Should we go in there? Oh, it's yeah. It's supposed to be like, you know, the, the, I, like you've seen them all. The old movie stars, were, all they had time for now is to go to the clubs and they still look good. Right. They still, still hot girls, but they're not stars anymore. They still get residuals. Yeah, they get yeah. paid to appear. Right. Right. 80 bucks and a, a free cheeseburger. Richard Grieco <laughs> did a book did a book and an art show a couple years ago out here in L.A. Grieco. Nobody really went to it, but it was like Richard Grieco's <laughs> showing off some paintings of Wait, who's Richard Grieco? He was uh, Johnny Depp's co-star in 21 Jump Street. Guy from, oh. I think, some New Rochelle. Jonah Hill. And, New Rochelle. Yes. It's all about timing, Frank. Damn government knows that. I had to close this door for a while. It's all about timing. Frank, what are you doing here? The the manager of the New York Savings and Loan Bank shook hands with your father, Frank. It's okay. It's all about timing. Damn government knows this. Take your seats. My son bought me a Cadillac. I think that calls for a toast. A toast. Dad, why don't you call mom? Here, I got 20 minutes. Call mom right now. Tell her you're taking her out. You're going to go to Hawaii. Take mom out. Who are the Mount Rushmore voices? The faces? The voices that, you know, the the voices that pretty much anyone can do or that people, you know, do first. Oh, good, good like call. Christopher Walken. Yeah. I would say Kermit the Frog. 
Donald Duck. Rushmore voices. Uh, that's a good one. Right now, it's definitely everybody wants to impersonate Trump and thinks that you know. That they oh right, do. of and, course, Arnold. And he he is seemingly and, and Arnold. He is seemingly easy, and so is the governor. The chopper. Phil Hartman used to do Trump, didn't he? Yeah, he did back in uh, did. like the early nineties. Yeah, he did. Sean Connery used to be a big one. A lot of Sean Connery, not so much movie. anymore because he's fallen off the, the scene. But yeah, yeah, he doesn't work anymore. Sean Lives down there in Paperbuck. Arnold's always got to be. The best. Arnold he's has a, to be. Definitely. Everybody does his voice. Uh, I mean, I love anything he's Get down! Die at anything oh, yeah. he says. No, it's like Will Smith. I love anything <laughs> Will Smith says. I'll be back. Arnold has a new movie coming out. Big it's Willie. called like Kill Hunter or something. It's like a comedy. He, he has, like, long hair in it. He's trying to do, like, a quirky kind of thing. It's weird. He's done that before. He jumped to my friend. He loved playing jungle, jungle all the way. Rambo. Jingle. Did you see Tom Arnold's tweet? I thought of that because him and Arnold were true And lies. I, saw him, I saw him briefly on, he claims that Roseanne had this all concocted. It sounds it's a little ridiculous like to me. But that's yeah. yeah. Like, this has been weird. going on forever. Stop and, cheering me up. Just shut up. Why does everyone have to comment? It's like, just shut it's up. Like, Don't comment. On, tell us what you had for breakfast. Yeah. Shut up. What? Shut up. Shut up. Boys have Stop. a penis. Girls have a vagina. The, 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 yeah. Tom Arnold tweeted and, out. And you know. The show was canceled. I, I had a feeling this was going to happen to... When I first heard it was coming back, that there was a reboot. And uh, You thought this might, actually, might happen. Why? Yeah. Um, I, I just know... Uh, I, I, I when I heard about her politics, I knew she was a, a when I read her social media in uh, the very beginning. And you know, this is not what the show stood for, yada, yada, yada. By the way, now that I'm condemning her ABC, can you get me unbanned from the building or something oh, like yeah. that? And you're like, oh, that was a shameless little dig to get himself back. <laughs> yeah, right. he <laughs> yeah, he, he, he did this like heartfelt tweet like this is not what the morals of the show stood for. And it is irrehensible. And I love all the words they use. Like it's yeah, a yeah, it's it's uh, it's a bore-it that this happened. It's like no, no. But nobody talks about that. I had to Google no anywhere. No, like ir- irreconcilable differences. Nobody no. uses those words in real life. I love all the legal Abhorrent. jargon that they do. The stuff you have to pull thesaurus no. out for. Yes. Yeah, st- yeah. Come on. No. Let's get yeah. Parsons on the show. Yeah. Come uh, come back he, down. They a talk par- Parsons. What? But they talk about what? Who? But they talk about he's like, by the way, ABC. Now, can you let me back in the network or something? Like it was, it was so sad. Like, can you let me back in the back door? I need a snack. And can meanwhile, you... Andrew Dice Clay is going. You know, when they put me out of NBC, I can't get into Thirty Rock no more. And <laughs> Clay, because well, I Clay... said, whoosh. When's Andrew Dice Clay making an appearance? On I His yeah. show, I thought, was was funny at first, but he he's uh, now, Dickery, of course, he, he, he lives in Vegas, and uh, he did his own show. It's not that good. No. Um, I loved his show he did like 11 years ago uh, when he was first trying to make his comeback, and he, uh, I think, I don't know if it was for VH1. Or- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack and Joe went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Joe came down with 250. He was like an entourage around that time, right? Didn't he do like? No, a it was of- even before that. He did a show. It was a reality TV about him trying to make his comeback, ah. and it was very funny. Now he's just—he's um, just like Howard Stern said in that famous 
um, on-air spat that they had. Oh yeah, about ten years ago, maybe I don't. I, don't I know. remember that. And, Who? You know, Howard and, and Dice had a had a show. Oh yeah, yeah. Artie. You're not funny, Dice. <laughs> it was Artie. He owed him like five grand. He owed Artie yeah, this five was even grand before that. Actually. Oh okay. This was before that. They he yeah. they had a beef over something. He Howard accused uh, Andrew Dice Clay of talking shit or something like that. So he uh, called him up on the phone oh, and they right. had a big fight. Yeah. He's like, I got a clip over. of that. You guys want to hear a clip? You guys want to hear a clip of that, that brawl? It got pretty heated. Dick it. Yeah, right. All right. This is uh, it, it, it's a long interview. I'm just going to play. A long one, this, yeah. I'm going to find this but Tom Arnold tweet. It's a little snippet of Dice Clay and Howard on the sh- on the show. I remember when he did try to do Entourage, though, and uh, you know he was a, he was a good special guest. But they were trying to bring him into the opening scene, you know, where they're all walking together, and they threw Scott Con in there, oh, trying yeah. to make them very good part of the group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, you know, really? Dice is, is trying to get in on 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 the um, the Entourage. He's trying <laughs> to get in on this. You know, hey, you're doing the right thing. And then oh. Scott Con is <laughs> nothing like his father, who always goes like this. Every time he talks, I wish, you know, the audience can't see. Oh, yeah, he always his moves. Hand. He's always like he's adjusting his belt like and adjusting his waist. And, like, right. And he's always tucking his shirt in because he's, right. he's short. And, and he's, he's a very funny wide. kid. I think he's a funny guy. I, I like his, his uh, band. Yeah, right. Uh, he's uh, the reason left. Hawaii Five-0 is still in the air. Oh, it is. I didn't know that. It's like <laughs> six seasons. I thought it was done. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah, I love the version 11. <laughs> Yeah, I thought so too. I love the notions. Like, I love those guys. Guys trying to get in on the oh. You know, oh. hey, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right. You're like, nah, it's just not working. I love the entourage. He was just it. the best, though. I mean, I'm telling you, this could have saved. <laughs> this could have been uh, a real <laughs> lifeline for for the president if when everybody calls him yeah. a misogynist and a pig. But this has been erased even from YouTube. Uh-oh. And uh, NBC.com oh archives, oh but when uh, when Andrew Dice Clay was on Celebrity Apprentice in like 2008, he was with Joan Joan Rivers. It was the year that she won, and every you know when I knew he was going to so. be on it, I knew Let's he was going to be fired China. first. And he was, but I remember he gets it into it with uh, with Trump about you know his his hatred of women, and he tries to defend himself because. You know, I've been married a few times. I've been engaged. The things I talk about on stage are very funny. And, and you know, since I arrived here, okay, and he just, you know, okay. Donald just kind of shuts him up and says, and excuse me, and shuts him up right there. Oh, and there you don't go. Don't you think that what you do is 
really offensive to women. Don't you yeah. think? She goes to, and then he goes to, and this has nothing to do with like the fact that he did a terrible project. No. Uh, he did. It just goes totally off script, totally off point about um, hiring a celebrity apprentice. They start talking about Andrew Dice Clay's treatment of women. China. And he That's goes to life Joan life. Rivers and he goes, Joan, you're in the same business. Do you like what Andrew does? <laughs> That's a good lifeline. That's a clip that should resurface. It's probably been deleted. It, it was. And they even had stuff, I remember, that wasn't on the air. And uh, he he's um, he just went on and on about himself. About, <laughs> I'm the biggest stand-up comic the earth has ever known. Okay. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> and he just talks about himself. My, my assignment for the next show is to find that clip. There's somebody no, 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 I think it's long gone. It really, it's, it's tattooed in my brain. Oh, I'll just call the White House. I'll get you back oh! to the and, uh, I'm working on it. I finally found the, uh, the, the tweet from Tom Arnold. Oh, did you? That was like God, four days ago. The guy tweets a fucking shitload of time. He's so all over Twitter. He uh, needs work. Here it is, May 29th. Ton of respect for Bob Iger tough decision with financial consequences for his company but right for america um now don't bug bob but may someone maybe else find out if i'm still banned from all the abc network for calling roseanne Barr out first on her racist conspiracy tweets conspiracy tweets is that that was his thing yeah that was the whole thing Banned. So maybe he's just a conspiracy. maybe he's just not bankable anymore you know, I mean, who's going to, like, watch, like, Tom or... I mean, he's good as, like, a... I thought the last thing I saw of his was a celebrity ghost True Lies. Story. Oh, yeah. Oh! I think I saw that, too. Oh, yeah. True Lies is a great flick. I, I think it's so, too. Bill Pass. I like it. Oh. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. <laughs> you got some great titties on it. Uh, last Action Hero. What do you guys think about that flick? That's like a 10-year-old boy. I don't boy. even remember it. It was so dumb, though, I think. I don't think I've ever seen it start to finish. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. It's, it's a good flick, it's but it's a, it's a sp- it falls short because it's a spoof. Cutting Edge Radio, talking about 1993. I got a little it's dick. A a that's not a itself, spoof. Right? It doesn't know what it wants to be. It insists upon it. I got a little I dick. Twins. I love Kindergarten Cop. You know, I love Terminator 2. I got a little dick. Yeah, yeah, 2 is what you want to watch. And now I just don't want to see him in movies anymore. I just want him to go back into so the planet office. Of I yeah. want him to go back into office. And I know so many Californians say he was a horrible governor, and I'll bet he was. But I just liked seeing him in that role. I don't know why. He wasn't a horrible I think governor? He'd be a great Secretary of State. He, I, I just moved to California, and he was starting his second term. He was not a horrible governor, from my understanding. He just inherited such a horrible mess, and the economy was awful. He could only do so much. Now, he, he I, I heard from he wasn't so many Californians, governor. he 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 placated to the left on a lot of things, which it's pretty evident. I mean, he's all about um, which he had to know, to stay in power. It's California. I get right. it. Yeah. Uh, Isn't he? But, a, uh, I'll be back. What? I'll, um, I'll be right back. I know, I've heard so, stuff that I can't even comment on. Yeah. I don't know, but I you will be someday. Next back. I've already read for your property out here, Michael. You move next you. week. What? Why would you do that? Why do you help us? I remember his California uh, visit, oh California. Gosh. And oh, Rob yeah. Lowe, <laughs> Rob Lowe, If California seems like your kind of work, when can you stop? Yeah. Well, 
<laughs> we're not just surfers. We're not. We're not just. When can you start? It's like no, we don't need more fucking people out here. The traffic's <laughs> awful. When can you get the fuck out of here? Oh, How are we yeah. doing in here, oh, Silver yeah. Lake? It was such an it's odd commercial. In California, it seems like you're a lighter one. When can you stop? When can you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding that clip right now. Before I do, Biscardi visited What the fuck are you guys talking about? Biscardi, it was a commercial for California. It was, it was during his – he was still with Maria Shriver because she's standing <laughs> behind him when, when he says that. Well, I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, before the maid incident. Yeah, Remember that? Yeah. God, not even that could like, take right me before down. it. Everyone just Story totally forgot about that. About because there's right, a tremendous disconnect between the people of California and the leaders of California. When can you start? That's even crazier. <laughs> here we go. Here's a here's a can clip from start? our sponsor, Visit California. You're fired. People think life in California is all fun and games. But it's really serious business. We have board meetings. Board meetings. Lots of board meetings. We run with the big dogs. Everything's a huge production. We're on the road a lot. We're really just a bunch of pencil pushers. We work with some real characters. Hey, it's a dirty job. But someone's got to do it. So if California seems like your kind of work. We've got one question. When can you start? Start your trip at visitcalifornia.co.uk. <laughs> But someone's got to do it. So if California seems like your kind of work. We've got one question. When can you start? Start your trip at Visit California. Oh, but someone's got to do it. So if California seems like your kind of work. We've got one question. When can you start? start when can you start? I was in Germany when he did oh, during And he visited Munich with his, with his uh, bastard child. And I, I wish I was there. I, I had no desire to really go to Munich for Oktoberfest, but knowing that he was there in the, in, in the old, not the old country, because he's Austrian, but, you know, in the, um, right. the old territory. Right. And he was once a, a gym manager in Munich at, like, 19, apparently. Oh, I right. would have loved to have seen that. He's wearing, like, um, what do you call it, lederhosen. Oh and God! He's, he's shown his wholesome. he's shown his his uh, bastard child. I, I really shouldn't say he, that. He gave a weird quote there. I actually have a clip from his visit in Munich. I'm going to play right a now. Bastard. Johnson. I like. Well, I, I like never that. heard that part before. He was he was rolling his tongue there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. He was always yeah. such a great stern guest. I remember. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Howard once asked him if he ever masturbated, and <laughs> he goes, "The Howard, Howard, that's personal. <laughs> <laughs> that's personal." Well, sometimes you know, I, I'm on the set. I'm in the trailer, and I think about Maria. <laughs> that's personal. <laughs> Myself. Myself. I, I hope that they make amends and get back together personally. Yeah, I do too. I they like I like I like Schwarzenegger. I do like Arnold. I do. I've always been an Arnold fan. Is, I'd vote for him even if I knew he was gonna suck. Is he, Oh yeah. Is he 
in the Mount Rushmore of action stars. Yes, Cass. definitely. Was now it's it's all what it's the Hem, the Helms Helmsley yeah Chris Chris Hemsworth the Helmsworth brother and, and Statham. And Liam Neeson. I mean, that guy's like 50, 58, and he, uh, Irish, and he's like yeah. the American. True. Of all time, though, action stars, it's got to be like Van Damme. I mean, of all time, like iconic Stallone, Schwarzenegger. Right. right. And like The Rock, you got to put up there. Ooh, yep. You know what I mean? Rock, of all yeah. time. He's the first one that's like in their like realm. Yeah. Yeah. Of just you could cartoon say, character. You could, Steven Seagal was headed there, but he oh, fell off. He very quickly. fell off. Got fat. His stuff goes His straight belly. to DVD. Yeah, he he, he's shit now. He's, he cut back on cardio or something. Yeah, yeah. he got he great martial artist. Um, and oh, a lot yeah. of people oh, yeah. don't like Aikido. Uh, I, you know, I've taken a little bit of Aikido, but oh. uh, I got blown by a girl named most Aikido. people. <laughs> <laughs> most people say it's it's, it's not a realistic martial art in the street. Uh, but he, you watch mm. him, it's like, I'm not going to fight this guy and test, uh, and test him with that. I know he had this bat with um, with Van Damme. Uh, and it's still oh, going Oh, yeah, on, right, right, right. But um, I, this is not a guy. Number one, he's huge. Yeah, just tall and fat. But <laughs> uh, he's also an incredible shot. The guy can, can right. blow the cotton off a Q-tip. Right. See that Aikido is more mental, I think. Yeah. And it's so funny when he talks about the menti- mentality. He, you know, when he had that show back in '09 called Lawman. You know, in the world, he oh, revealed yeah. to the world that he was actually a reserve deputy Volpe. sheriff in like Jefferson. Dog the bounty hunter. Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Carlos Segal. Volpe. And one right. of the things I teach my, my students as a martial artist is not <laughs> to fight question. the recoil and to be yeah, one with the, the weapon like it's an extension of the arm. The and he was even he was almost trying to be like extension of to sound like a Louisiana Cajun type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. to oh the regular people. So bad. So what should I call you, Mr. Seagal or Deputy? Whatever you want. Whatever. <laughs> the worst you want. was that I movie he was in. He was in this like late '80s, early '90s movie where he was like a Brooklyn cop. Yeah, like, Alfred like, Justice. Yeah, Alfred and his oh, accent. That it was so. But bad. there ain't nobody upstairs. It was yeah. like they were making that movie when those type of movies were cool, but when they put it out, it was already like over. It was it was yeah, cheesy. Right. Yeah. When you saw that poster, you were like, oh, "Midnight Run." It's, it's kind of done. Yeah. Supposedly, he told William Forsyth, a Brooklyn native. Of of uh, Bedford Stuyvesant, you got to work on your Brooklyn accent, and I guess uh, William Forsyth, who was really fat back then, said, "Trust me, you do." He said, "Oh, he told." Yeah, Segal he piece? told them off. Yeah, because I guess Segal told them that. But no. oh, good. Hmm. Yeah, for him. But there ain't nobody upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Look around you. Is this the kind of place for profanity? I think he did Under Siege 2 with the train, and that was kind of the tipping point. Because you're like, oh, come on. You know who else is a good yeah. action star up there? Yeah, you know who else is on the wall? Maybe more than Van Damme at this point is uh, Bruce right. Willis. Because of all those oh, action movies. Yeah, yeah definitely on Bruce the rush more. Yeah. Bruce, yeah. Die Hard. Uh, for, I mean, all the Die Hards and the um, Last Boy Scout. and I mean, all those... 
Oh, Split 2? Sequel Red. or prequel? No, the prequel. Glass. What's that? Oh, Mr. Glass? Shyamalan movie, the yeah. already referring to the alleged attacker by a dark name leaked by a source close to the case. Because of his many personalities, he is being called the Horde. This is like that crazy guy in the wheelchair that they put away 15 years ago. And they gave him a funny name, too. What was it? Mr. Glass. Wait, what's that coming? Is there a trailer yeah. for that out? Is there any news? I, I don't know, but I know it's been racks a while now. So they got to be empty. Uh, yeah, I got I want to see that. I love that little tease in the diner at the end of Split. Oh, oh my. It just appears out of nowhere because they do a, 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 a I guess, a medium-wide shot of everybody in that diner, and he's nowhere in it. And then they do the pan. Yes, the pan. The dolly shot or whatever you call it. And they yeah. go across the counter, and then it comes back, and then out of nowhere, like, you know, David Copperfield, he just appeared Mr. Glass. Oh, Mr. it was Glass. so good. And they played the music from Unbreakable, man. Yes. It took you back. It did. I love Unbreakable. I think that's such an underrated flick. Hell yeah. And I felt like people were like, oh, this isn't the sixth sense, so it sucks. I haven't seen it. Like, yeah, right, right. Uh, so I just cool. know the ending because I watched it on movie clips. I mean, That's Sammy. It's just an awful feeling. Speaking of movies, I uh, I saw a whole bunch recently. Oh I went yeah! On, I went on like a tear. I saw Solo and uh, Deadpool. That sucked. Mm. Oh nice. Deadpool. Solo was easily the worst Star Wars movie by far. Uh, looks I heard it sucked. And I'm not a Star Wars fan. Not including the prequels. But yeah, it's just really Disney-like, and it's basically just a setup for all the spinoffs that they're going to do. Easter eggs uh, everywhere, just kind of setting up other stories. Yeah, I think they're, they're getting a little out of control with the Star Wars. It's like, we're doing a movie this. every year now. Uh, it's just a money machine. worried about this. They're going to bloat it. It's going to be bloated. It's bloated. It's already bloated. Fuck. Star Wars land. Fuck! It's, it's like the a only movie I don't love this much anymore. But the one movie I wanted to see, which I never got around to, and maybe it's at a dollar <laughs> theater now, but it's Chappaquiddick. Oh yeah, I want to see that. For like a day, that was that was uh, a big blockbuster, and then the next day, you know, uh, the next Avengers or something came out. Oh, I, you didn't you didn't see it though, right? I, I didn't get around to see. What, what is what is Chappaquiddick? Chappaquiddick, the story about uh, when Ted Kennedy took Mary Jo Kopechny over the bridge. Oh. And apparently it's a pretty intense scene. Apparently a very intense scene where you see, I, I think it's Rooney Mara plays her, and, and I guess she does have a, quite an intense drowning scene. But oh. uh, I think it gets revealed that she didn't actually die from drowning. There was just, she ran out of breath in this tiny little air pocket. Oh, shit. Weird. Yeah. So she yeah, suffocated, but didn't drown. Right, right. Weird. And, of course, um, Ted Ken scumbag Ted Kennedy didn't, he didn't try to save her. He was, you know, didn't even report it to the authorities till the next day. Suspicious. I would have done the same I thing. I mean, what? What? Suspicious. Yeah, I was up with my friends up there in Sag Harbor. Hanging out at one of my properties, watching that film out in the lawn, and the, what, what, 
Why do you have these places? <laughs> Dead I got a little dick. Just as good as the first one, if was not good? funnier. The scene at the end. I'm not really spoiling. I'm not really spoiling anything because he doesn't oh, yeah. really die, but he does a death scene at the end. Mm-hmm. But he does oh. like four different take. It's it's the funniest thing. I was like, I had tears rolling oh, it's down good? my face. It's so, oh does, shit, nice. He's That's like, what you want to hear? Oh, oh, I love you. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm not dead yet. Uh, I thought that was it. I thought that was my last breath. He d- does four different yet. versions of that. It's so fucking oh, nice. funny. I like those. Yeah, the, the post uh, credit yeah. gags. The bro. The no, but that's in the movie. You know how that oh, movie nice. like breaks the fourth wall the whole time. That's like right. Its gimmick. I didn't see the second one. I saw the original, which I liked a yeah. lot. Yeah. But so you recommend it? Absolutely. I I think they're the best comic book movies ever because they're just so fucking funny. Um, nice. And then. Is it good? Jim, I heard it was brilliantly filmed, shot, cinematography was good. The acting, incredible. The suspense, insane. I mean, they combine so much that you don't want all together in one scene or else you're like, oh my oh, really? God, get out, go. You know, like, it's pretty good. They twist you tight. And, oh, that's uh, what you like, yeah. And the, the, the creatures... It was an interesting take on what their abilities what were. The mm. Super hearing, obviously. Was it better than? Place. Was it better than Steven Seagal's accent in Out for Justice? Draw. Oh my gosh! How how does the act- pictures over here, gloves <laughs> over here? What's the line about the man at the nobody upstairs though? What's the the line that he says? <laughs> no. You could have killed somebody upstairs. But there ain't nobody upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta watch that tonight. Oh, no. I think the rock's on though. What if I think about being an expert martial artist? <laughs> I try to teach my students all not to fight the recoil, but to be one with the weapon. Hey, Officer Big Shot, come to bust my balls, huh? Yeah. This here is a detective. What, narcotics now? That's right. Yeah. I want you all to be very nice. And tell this big fucker Mama Luke over here anything he wants to know. Oh, Vinny, come over here, Vinny. Listen, you shouldn't talk to me that way. You know why? Because, like, you and I, we don't know each other so good. You were still sucking your thumb when your brother was around town sucking dicks. But just the same, you shouldn't talk so tough, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a real line? Yeah. Oh, he's so pathetic. He's like the ultimate warrior. And there was this... So we had this criminal and cu- this perpetrator in custody, and uh, he obviously thought that I wasn't a real martial artist, and that uh, I was just an actor. Bad things happen. <laughs> he was like oh, the law man. He was like the, the ultimate warrior. Like that was a great, great show. He yeah. obviously didn't understand that I'm a real martial artist. That's so funny. I can be an actor, and I'm and he sure tries to do this really bad Mexican accent in the, in uh, Machete, oh, which gosh. is a terrible movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's so bad. Oh yeah, that movie's terrible. I think I, mean, I, I knew. I knew how like one dimensional that movie was going to be going into it. Right. So I kind of. I, I, oh, I, it's I, a, I liked um, it for what it was. 
Yeah, it's a it's a it's a uh, sexploitation seventies grindhouse film. Machete. But it 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 kind of reinvented itself with the second one. It, it didn't really work. Uh, yeah. But it, I like him. I like Robert Rodriguez just because he like writes films, edits, direct. He does. He's like a one man show for all his movies. But he got kind of weird with a lot of them because he's like he. He be he, try, he was trying to be too much like Tarantino a little right. bit. Right. Yeah. He's he's like too kooky. Yeah. Tarantino right. walks yeah. that fine line of kooky and like very suspenseful. And it works. And it works. But yeah, he, I think Robert goes a little, little chunky, a little clunky. Yeah, a little uh, a little motor esque. So. A little, uh, a little on yeah. the spectrum. Uh, I was talking to Sean Green, and uh, he's doing his. Uh, you know, LeBron James is like bald, and he's doing yeah. on his show a uh, an evo- a, a, kind of a description of his the evolution of his his hairline. The hairline. LeBron James. I mean, that guy's really like balding. Oh, and he has been forever, and now he has like fake. I don't yeah. know what black guys get. Plugs. Something's going on. Something's but going on are, with him. What is with this? I it's noticed last cheap, night. Man. I actually watched a good chunk of the Warriors. I actually turned it off right at the halftime from downtown Dick. shot. But have you noticed this Amish beards coming into style? And LeBron's got one. All the some of these yeah. golfers have a lot yeah, of the baseball players. The Amish beard is in style yeah. now. Yeah, the long beard. And now, sports of John, 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 sports of 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 John. The Abe Lincoln. Yeah. It's like a cross between an active shooter and an Amishman. Right. Some of those beards. I I don't know, man. I can't get on board with the beard. To each their own, but that. That, the that beard, beard. it, 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 it never looks absolutely. good. <laughs> I, had, uh, <laughs> I had a pretty big beard for about six years because the chick I was with loved beards. And mm-hmm. it was fucking huge and thick. And now that I look back on it, oh, it made me look fatter yeah, and older. That. We yeah, got to get a picture of that to I mean, I'm like a nice. Uh, yeah, I'll, I want to see that. I'll dig it up. I'll dig it up. I'll dig it up. I think like a good beard. I was in Florida. I can't oh, I gotta really see one. But but I but I think like the no mustache long Amish beard. It's like what are you doing, man? Yeah, you. How look, is that like sexy? It's like I mean, what a WWE LeBron wrestler could... does if their character is a hillbilly. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's so true. Put I mean, LeBron could have have hair, no hair. You know. I mean, he's black. Hair Just shave his your ass. head. It doesn't matter. Exactly. They all look cool with a bald head. I don't know how, but it just is. Even just is. And he, he could get plugs if he wanted to. He's so rich. I mean, he could get a new set of hair tomorrow that well, would grow naturally. Isn't that what the evolution of his receding hairline documents? Because his hairline has changed. Yeah, it's gotten better. It's because you think that Sean did some posts on Instagram, which is where I saw this, and it said, like, can you name which order this hair came in? And you'd think that the balding, the more balds, you know, on his head, the uh, patchy spots are the later ones. But they were earlier because he got, like, work done and it looks like a fresh set of hair. Right. Which I'm all for. If I ever went completely bald, I'd, I'd get I'd get transplants. 
Oh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would just shave. I would just just. No, I wouldn't. Off. I would look. I look like a Nazi. I look like a an intern camp. I've, I've done this. I've shaved my head all the way down. Um, you can I pull can off the shave. So, sometimes can pull, You know what I can't pull it off with? You a can collared pull it off. shirt. It doesn't work with a collar. Why? And, uh, no, no, it does not. No, it, with it doesn't. I don't know how with to anybody. describe it. It just no, doesn't I... work. You can't do it with a college shirt. And I have to have at least some scruff. It, it doesn't look good on me. Now, if if I were 100% bald on the top, maybe, but you still see, like, the widow's peak and oh. the jagged line in the front, which doesn't really work when you have such a bald spot in the center, but you have a little hair in the front, and then it just it, right. it looks so weird. See, I'm, I'm talking, like, full-on Costanza horseshoe. I didn't yeah. by th- yeah. when it, if it gets like maybe that. a little thin, of course I would take some propage. Yeah, I have the right. thin hair and nothing's worth. I'm on. Uh, I've, I'm not going to plug yeah. them, but there's another product out there. Thank you. And it does seem to be working. It does work. I've been taking propage since I was 21. It's a Pro-page. miracle. Now this is over Pro-page. the counter. It's yeah, a man. salon product with shampoo, conditioner, and a hair thickener. Oh, that- nioxin. But uh, it, it has that product in it, but this one is co- it called, the, uh, well, because of the B, and it, it was named after a guy named Tom. He used to do this, uh, <laughs> even though he had nothing to do with the product, but he used to be in Happy Days, so we'll leave it at that. Oh, nice. I'm a, I'm a big uh, fan of that stuff. The Chinese have done it. They've and and couldn't work for me because it, I don't have the vertex, they said. I just happen to have things like nothing I can do with it. Oh, the vertex. Oh, yeah, it's thin. Vortex. What is the vertex? It's the shape of it. So, Clark, you've been That's taking Propecia since you were 21, and yeah. your hair looks like, you know, you're 12. I mean, yeah, it, it, it looks it thick does, and full and wonder. juicy. Yeah, like you don't have that problem. I mean, I can't, I can't get it up anymore. No, I'm kidding. Every, <laughs> yeah, right. Every, everything's fine down there, ladies. No, but it's uh, it's it's funny. Cutting edge radio. Twitter. No. Propecia. We have to school podcast. No. We've been on the air for an hour and a half. You guys want to keep oh keep rolling on? Oh my goodness gracious! Oh my gosh! Let's just keep going. All right. So uh, if you're just tuning in right now, um, which is funny because most of the shows are streamed, which means you're tuning in and fast forwarding an hour and twenty minutes. We've discussed a lot of timing tonight. And uh, we want to get your take on it. Tweet us, the underscore podcast, and let us know what you want to hear. And hashtag Ask Biscardi or Sports with John. Let them know your questions. John, what's happening this weekend, man? What are you, what are you up to, man? Your wife's out of town. You're having a, a wife's razor. out of town, and I, and so is the baby. Uh, I have the house to myself since this kid was born, yeah. and I almost don't know what to do with my myself so i'm smoking a nice doobie here uh this is actually uh street weed because the Ooh. medical stuff just didn't get it done it didn't oh do it for and this goes back to what we talked about the medical stuff yeah it only yeah. took two weeks i wanted to yep because it was like five it was like five days <laughs> i was just i i would be done and have to reload and i'm not even high i'm like this is just such a fucking process it's just not convenient oh, wow. oh, do it. but wow monday 
Florida passed flower dry plant weed is now medically legal. So I don't have to do the oil. I don't have to do the weird little canisters. I can buy the plant. But I have a feeling that the street stuff is still going to be way stronger. Yeah, definitely, because it's not regulated. They got some good shit in there. They're right. lacing with, like angel dust. See, it's like back in the prohibition days, think. they're like, all right, alcohol's legal again. They're like, well, your beer has 4% alcohol. I'm drinking this rye that's 100%. Yeah, yeah this rye's going to make you go blind. You're going to have a great <laughs> orgasm tonight. Which one do you want? I'll take the rye. By the way, I like rye. Do you guys like rye? A little rye and ginger ale? Yeah, I don't really that's drink seven. it. I'm, never, I don't never really had drink it. hard liquor anymore. Um, I can, but do I? Would I drink rye whiskey straight? Probably. I don't know. I don't normally right. get Jack straight. Wouldn't it be? I enjoy a good Clan McGregor. A good Clan McGregor Scotch. Tully is is the uh, is the nice. Irish whiskey of choice, uh, which most people like to do shots. Oh in. yeah. Um, yeah, totally. At least uh, in the Northeast, Tully's big right now. Yeah. Tully, yeah. Yeah, I spent a lot of time drinking Tully in my, my days in Port Jefferson last summer. Clark? <laughs> Why are we always looking at rye, bourbon, and Southern Comfort, all that stuff going yeah, down Southern straight. Comfort. No, Ugh. really anymore. Not as popular. So Can't go. do it. It's the JMO and the Tully. Yeah, JMO and the Tully. It's why it blows my mind if I. Hey, Karen, como estas? Todos está bien? Where's my beer? <laughs> Why anybody orders a shot that's not like Jameson or Jack or something blows my mind. If it's like, can I do a shot of Goldschlager? It's like, who are you? What are you doing? Nobody uh, Goldschlager. Goldschlager. Hola. Karen Biscotti, como estas? Todo está bien. ¿Qué vas a hacer esta noche? No comido en el por aquí. Ahora, ahora cerveza. Yo tengo mucho paracho. Why are we talking about the Warriors? Habla español solamente, por favor. Habla español solamente on the show por aquí. Después esta noche. No más. No más inglés. What is después? I am legit impressed. What is después? I followed everything but that word. Después is after, isn't it? It is indeed. Yes, I said please get me a beer because after the show I'm going to get very drunk. Right. Very disrespectful. Weren't we talking about the Warriors and the Cavs? Yeah, we were talking, and then I oh, yeah, yeah. with the Amish beers because I was watching the Warriors and <laughs> the Cavs. Amish and the oh, Amish yeah, no, beers. that was a good topic. And now, Witness, I want to watch Witness. 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 John, 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 John. You broke my fucking nose. John, 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 Oh yes, I was dry. It's uh, it's time for the classy and brassy hour. We have Michael Biscardi, Matt Clark on the show. Michael will be homeless in two days, and uh, we've arranged for a fund, GoFundMe.com. By the way, did I ever tell you I tried to start a GoFundMe campaign? I want. I, I tried one once, and it was actually yes, housing work. related. I said I say neither for me. I said, hey, you know what? Let's see if we just get people to pick up our closing costs. Let's just sound really pathetic and yeah, right, yeah. I hope to get rich quick. I thought I get like 150 grand, but I put some. I put an ambiguous one up there, and it said, "Please help this guy make his dreams come true." And I right. put like You're a sad not, picture of me. I'm not. I'm not lying. 
No, I'm not saying I have cancer. I would love 100 grand. That would make a lot of my dreams come true. Uh, I got 11 bucks, and they were from my sister and my brother. (laughs) I feel like. I wonder how many GoFundMe accounts are fake, though. How many people really are fine? Like, I got a little dick. There's no like, crime against it. You, you might be a real scumbag, but there's no crime, no crime. against it. Um, I think one of the, I don't know, one of the most bizarre ones I saw, I don't know how I ended up on this woman's email chain, but I did. Oh, my gosh. She was this yeah, woman right. that I just happened to meet in passing somewhere Ooh, outside of Athens, Georgia. Some years back, I was uh, was back in my uh, it was back in my early days of military. I had literally just come out of basic training. I was on my way to my second phase of training in officer school. So I was on my way from Fort Jackson, South Carolina, to Fort Benning, Georgia. I stopped with my driver, who's taking me there. He's escorting me, and and he t- we go to nice. some, some buffet at Golden Corral or whatever. And this woman sees a bunch of guys in uniform because they stopped there, too, on their way to wherever they were going. And, uh, you know, we're all in uniform. And she asks me what I uh, what it was to, what was going on, what we're doing and all that. And she had two kids and I'm new to the military. I'm trying to set a good example. So she rolls down sure. window when she's talking to me and, and sure. chats me up. And she says, well, you if you don't mind me asking, do you have an email? You look like you'd be a really good influence on him. And so I gave her my professional. I gave her a professional email. Oh, I gave her. Okay. I said, yeah, sure. sure. And she, and then like the next day, she, she did email me just to tell me. Um, I just wanted to not sound inappropriate, but. I uh, am very attracted to you, and and I mm. I just used my. I love son. that you say this stuff with your wife in the house. <laughs> I get crucified. She's gone. She's brassiest. So I, she. Uh, this was not a, a terribly attractive woman. I, I know I'm going to hell for saying that, but she was a little beefy. Yeah, she was a beef. I don't know. So about she. So she. Yeah, uh, she was hideous. She says. I guess it, the, the question you're asking yourself is, am I hitting on you will depend on the answer to your question, to the question, are you single? And I said, uh, I'm being very playful when I write back. Oh, haha, very thank you. That's very sweet of you. Well, let me know what your son decides to do. I'd love to give him some advice. <laughs> Be happy um, to do that. And I never talked to him again. It. Yeah, right. Well, years later, I get, <laughs> this is how far I digress. Years later. Years later, I get this email from this woman. I'm like, what the hell is this? A GoFundMe. And it read something like, it read something like, I don't know how we all met, but I know that God was supposed to bring us together. So it's years later, her son's grown up now, and he's just joined the Marine Corps. Oh, wow. He doesn't have any money to go to his basic training. He, he just graduated Paris Island, I guess, and she wanted There's to. There's the bait. And yeah, and I get it. That's a that's not a disgraceful GoFundMe. She was poor, maybe. She had a situation going that's on. Her son is doing legit. something over here. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's trying to. But it's I need help, yeah, no. not I need help. Right. Yeah. No. At the oh, same okay. time, I'm like, you Sweet. kept me on your, your email for years. 
Um, yeah, that's kind of weird. I had to say, who is this woman? Like, how did she, I had to really think about it. I got a little dick. I just didn't remember her. Yeah, that that is kind of weird that she kept you with the back burner, but then surfaced like a bad but, case right. of tuberculosis. Sister Ruth move. And so I just, you know, I, oh really, I, I think I blocked it. But, um, you know, I, I, at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, so your kid's in basic training. He has a job. Obviously, he can probably hire to fly you in. Yeah, right. Or Where's pick it? up your gas tank from Georgia to North yeah, Carolina right. or wherever. Well, I'm thinking Paraguay. It's like, you know, really? You're that poor? Yeah, right. You can't eat. Yeah, come on. She's trying to she was trying to take you for a ride. Yeah. Yeah, right. I don't like that. Yeah, that's shameless when they do that. If your son's a Marine and he's, you know, making money, he can probably afford to get you a flight and come out and see him. And why do you need to see him anyway? Basic training. Shouldn't he be working and like training? Well, no, she was graduating. She wanted to go to his graduation. Oh, graduate. I okay. get I it. That. Um, I get that. But, you know, it's well, she should have. Uh, so it's just a little. It's a little weird. She should have maybe gotten a job yeah. or sold some some dope, <laughs> which I love when people call drugs dope, like in the TV, like drag. Well, yeah, got, all drugs got, are dope. Yeah, yeah, right. Dope. All of it, all of it is yeah. shooting, shooting up dope. Shooting dope. Brett, Brett dope. Katzen, who who was a get, been a guest on the show many times, did a post the other day that was like, watched a great documentary. It's what it's like when people are trying to score dope. I'm like, huh. Yeah. Who still says that? Bolster. Five crucial game one insights for NBA Finals going there. forward. Did you guys catch the end of the game last night? It was the most bizarre from no. the last 50 seconds of regulation to the end of LeBron James' uh, press conference. It was just. I did not. He was still blinded, I think, from the eye gouge that he received. Which was a pretty dirty move. Draymond. Yeah, agreed. Dirtiest player in the game. He's like the Dennis Rodman 2.0. Gave him a little mm -hmm. eye poke there. And But yeah. LeBron, 51 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists in a losing effort. 50 seconds on the clock. <sighs> I start watching the game. I was listening the whole time. And I'm like, holy shit, this thing's close. Uh, fast forward, 4 seconds to go. Tie game. George Hill gets fouled, makes the first foul shot. Amazing. 4.6 seconds to go. I'm sorry. That's a cinematic delivery. They were down right by one. I told that completely wrong. So he tied right. it. He ties it up with the first foul shot. Misses the second one. Damn. J.R. Smith miraculously gets an offensive rebound and just starts dribbling out the clock even though this score is tie and there's oh, 4.6 seconds to go and the best the player clock. in the world is on your team. Yeah, so running he, the clock. What is he doing? He's dribbling around and LeBron starts yelling at him, what are you doing? Pass it to... He throws it to the guy who missed the foul shot. He throws up a three, misses. We go to overtime and the Warriors annihilate the, uh, the Cavs. They win by 12. It's wild, man. It is wild. Those two teams. He didn't damn. know. He Sick. didn't know they were. Uh, oh my gosh. They were tied. J.R. Smith got the rebound. Thought they were winning. What a jackass! It's kind of your job to know the score at all times. I'm. Or did you discuss it at all with him at the end of the play? No. They asked me if I talked to J.R. about. You it. get paid a couple already. million dollars a year. You should probably like look at the clock. 
This is the guy that did uh, steal the ball, fast break, and score on his own basket. I remember that. And he yeah. threw a bowl of soup at his assistant coach in the beginning of the season. He's like the Kanye West mm. of of basketball strategy. And bingo was his name. Of yay. Damn. Um, and then LeBron, his press conference, ESPN's Mark Schwartz is like, what um, what was J.R. Smith's state of state of mind? And LeBron's like, what, what are you talking about? State of mind? And he's like, you know, did he know that you guys were that the game was tied? Yeah, after right. That, after he got that rebound, and LeBron's like, you guys asked me about J.R. already. I don't know. Ugh. And he just stands up and leaves. And as he stands up, he reveals that he's not just wearing like this really nice like black and white suit. No, but he has yeah, shorts on. Jr. about, it, I said no already. I knew it was a tie game. We met, we, we was down one. Um, George Hill went up. He made the first one. We got the offensive rebound. You know, I thought we were all aware of what was going on. That's my view. So, I don't know what Jr. was thinking. I don't know the question that you're trying to ask. I was just trying to see if you you knew exactly what his state of mind was. Did he think? that you guys had it won, or did he think he was trying to make a play? No. Not sure. What do you mean, I'm not sure. No, I don't know his state of mind. Did you know if he knew the score? Thank you. And he's carrying a purse that's $32,000. <laughs> he's not a big... Dead what a weirdo. Truth, all truth. That's wild. That's yes, crazy. a purse. I carry a purse. We should all. No. I carry a purse. No, it's mine. I'm a dandy. I'm a dandy. I'm a dandy. I'm a I love it. Wants me, love me, shower me with kisses. But the crazy thing is I'm that gonna... may have been a moment that ruins the entire <clears throat> season for the Cavs because yes, all you do is get the rebound, put it back in, or get the rebound and throw it to LeBron, and he. <laughs> Gets a layup and the Cavs steal Game One in Golden State, but now yep. mm, that kind Not of happen. funk can just follow you all the way into free agency. Yeah, you don't need that ginger. No. Um. So yeah, that's what everyone was talking about today. LeBron's yeah, yeah, no, purse. that's that's uh, that's one of those moments. Someone, coat. someone Google. Want me, love me, shower me with kisses. Purse that he picked up after the press conference, and it, it is thirty-two thousand dollars. You're allowed to carry a thirty-two thousand dollar purse. Oh my gosh! At that point, I don't know if I'd do it. If you're LeBron James, yeah, you can do it. It's acceptable. You yeah, can you can get away with that. The money he has, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? So I got a little one dick. to nothing. I think game two isn't until Sunday. I really it's hate how they bend us over with this. Oh, out shit. Of the games here. Yeah, they're trying to. Oh, yeah. shit. They wait, they wait. I thought I while I was watching the game, of all things, I said, do you think LeBron in his offseason spends any time in Ohio? Or is he at his Beverly Hills mansion or his Malibu Beach house? Or yeah, right. He's on the banana boat in South Beach with Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's in. You know, naked. Going to Columbus to look for some antiques. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's out of Dodge. No, it's not. 
It's mine. I'm a fancy boy. Yeah, he probably rents a place right. for like the, <laughs> the season that gets the hell out of there. That's gu- guaranteed. He's in Star Island with John's wife and John. There oh my was gosh. a charge call reversed for the first time in the history of the NBA. No, amazingly, it happens oh, wow. within the last 50 seconds in game one of the finals. Like the NFL, they go to the camera and they go, the call on the field is reversed. <laughs> they actually did that? Yes, it was so game? bizarre. I mean, they didn't announce that's weird. it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but still, it's, that's bizarre. I didn't actually see how they relayed that to the fans. Maybe like an announcer came on, but whatever. Uh, and yeah. that was critical because that shifted momentum. Um, yeah, right. S- 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 over to hockey. Series tied one to one our Golden Knights with the Washington yeah, Capitals. Washington, they're DC, right? Not the state. Right. Yeah, they're, they're uh, Yeah, right. The District yeah. of Columbia. Yeah, I, I don't think, think yeah, I don't think the state of Washington can can take it. No team can take the whole state of Washington, probably because there would be too much confusion. Oh yeah, good point. I think you're right. Oh yeah. Like, in fact, really, no teams just play for a state anymore. Except, like the California Angels became Anaheim. Golden Anaheim. State Warriors, I guess, if you want to call that what it yeah, is. Yeah, but that's that's yeah, like right. a nickname. That's not even yeah. the city. Patriots are a region. Patriots are a region, which is very bizarre. I guess it's the Arizona Cardinals is the only one left. Yes. Yeah, that was Carolina Panthers. Two states, yeah. They're uh, a handicap. They're an umbrella. New York's teams. Florida Marlins, now the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Yeah, they're not the New York City Yankees. No. Uh, so, right, Vegas, Washington, game trace, I believe. Tomorrow night, yes, 8 o'clock in the nation's capital. That place is going to be seething. They've had oh, the best yeah. player in the world for such a long time. And now right. they're finally their first game as a contender for the Lord Stanley. It's going to be great. Standing some baseball. See, this is why everyone loves what J.R. Smith did last night because there's other things to talk about uh, than baseball. Oh, yeah. Madison Bumgardner makes his return after a broken pinky finger. What? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking when you're a bunter, you might break your pinky. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, Scores from around the league. Dodgers leading the Rockies 9-7 to as the Fish getting raped by the Snakes 8-1. to <laughs> The Halos destroying oh the gosh. Cowboys 6-0. And the Fishermen defeating the... <laughs> <laughs> What's a nickname for Rays? Wait, who are the, who's the Cowboys? The Rangers? The Rangers. Satanists. Okay. Halos, the the Angels. The fishermen. The ultraviolets. Who's the fishermen? The mariners. Yeah. Okay. The the, the longshoremen. Mariners. But what about the, the rays? Um, the the uh, the stingers. The beams. The mantas. Yeah, that's what I was going with. But they're not that animal. They're a ray, like of sun. No, because the they have the rays. rays. They have the the, the stingrays really. in their stadium. No, that's like a throwback. But they removed the devil. 
They moved the devil out of it. I'm but, glad they but did. What's the, but, but is is Ray? Yeah, can 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 you remove the devil from the Ray and still imply that you're a devil what? Ray, or is it no? We're going to take the devil out altogether because it's too uh, it's too much of a hex on the team. So yeah, right. gonna, the rays are going to have new meaning now. Yeah, it's right. about you know ultraviolet rays or something. Right. Yeah, right. I'm telling you the, about the UVs. The fish is out of their logo. It's just a. a Sunshine yeah. sparkles. Oh dad gosh! The sunbeams. The dads are beating the rojo, rojos. Oh no, they're losing zero to five. Uh, the Andres. the large, larger than normal human beings are beating the people from Philadelphia. Giants are beating the uh, <laughs> cheesesteakers. The orange and black birds are beating the Patriots. And the jungle cats are killing the mean birds. <laughs> Wait, the jungle? Who's the jungle cats? Think about tigers. It. There you go. All right, all right. And the baby yeah. bears are uh, just <laughs> defeated. The I don't even know Cubs. what a metropolitan is. <laughs> City Nash. It was it was a oh. tiny little car. <laughs> there you go. Rat. Metropolitan. <laughs> <laughs> Orange and blue. <laughs> do you know how many people oh, would ask, hey, do you know the meaning behind the orange and blue is? It's how the uh, cities of colors of New York, right? Left. If... Well, yeah, exactly. Oh it's, it's the Dodgers. That, since they lost the Dodgers and the Giants, they molded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Redhead children. I think by the end of this season, we're all going to be big Mets fans. I really think that's what's happening. You know what I noticed? I was, I was uh, pricing what jerseys, and particularly throwbacks, would go for, um, for yeah. all sports. Yeah. So you look at, um, I think right now, I guess basketball throwbacks are probably the most expensive. And, yes. And... Um, Throwbacks all together. It's like we have to wait another ten years for a new batch of throwbacks to right. exist. And, <laughs> like and they worn them out. But some of them fetch prices up into like you know three fifty to four hundred oh, yeah. dollars. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Dick. Um, so I thought about well, let's let's. I started playing with different teams, and I remember when I was a kid, I had an old Brooklyn Dodger baseball hat, which me too. It was a vintage one from. Like the 1923 era, it was made of wool, had a really oh, uh, soft brim, you know. What color? It was uh, it was the white with the pin, the blue pinstripes and a blue brim. Scotty, I had the exact same hat. Did, I remember yeah, that. It yeah. was like my favorite hat for years. I remember right. when you had that. You can't. It's Snap disappeared that. now, but you can't wear wool anymore. It's not number one. It's not. Um, it's not cool. Right. Meaning trendy and cool, meaning it's just not tip to wear. Yeah, right. Because you know that's just not in right now. People want to wear the the new starter hats with the the gold sticker with the size still on the brim. And and yeah, when right. we were growing yeah, up, it was all set. about curved yeah, right. brims. And now everybody wants to wear them flat. Heather's brother doesn't take the sticker off, so I do, and I throw it out. Yeah, good. You think it's a fashion thing? I'm like, it won't be. Trust me, it'll go. It won't be. It's, it's very no, short. It's and so you need to bend the brim a little bit, unless you're 50 cent. Do the brighters can't, can't do it. So, right, you can't do it. Unless you're black, you can't do the no it's brim. So, you really can't. It's so retarded. I mean, when I see all the guys in the subways, so like, you know, really. And this, it hurts. This, 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 
Like, yeah, it's not it, fashionable it, for it a white guy. It hurts your forehead. Like, ha- leaving it stiff like that, yeah. you bend it so it, like, gives your forehead exactly. some, like, flexibility. It's a purpose. Can't do it. Double. Can't do so it. So I looked into Double. hats, and I looked into jerseys, and um, I looked into Philadelphia's got some really expensive throwbacks on, on the Philly side. You know, you had the oh, ones yeah. in the 70s, with the, they had, like, the blue and the red. But they're really old throwbacks, right? From the blue like and the red, I know ones from like the gray, and the when when the P had like the gothic looking yes. lettering mark yes. to it, like Game of yes, Thrones. going up to like five hundred dollars. Oh my god! Damn. And. Oh, I still have I still have my Brooklyn Dodger jersey. It's funny because now I fit into Ooh. it. It was, it was enormous on me, like the size of a nightgown. Yep. When oh I was yeah, right. Ten years old, and I had it. That's um, like me. And I never young jersey. Yeah, I, right. I never wear it. It's an old-fashioned cotton. It's not polyester or nothing. Um, Pretty cool. It's amazing what this this clothing jerseys. It is amazing. Do you have any jerseys, Clark? That you like uh, still like wear? Maybe like. Once Never. a year. Never. You have no. He's back yeah. again. He steps up. He's hit. He stumbles. He is throwing it deep for the end zone. And it is batted around. And incomplete. And the game is over. The game is over. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles still back at my parents' house. I just, I don't know. I can't pull it off. I can't wear jerseys. I have my Jets jersey, but it's Chad Pennington, and it's like, yeah, he I? was good for them. Yeah, uh, but it's it's uh, he's not. It's almost like he's been off the team for so long now, and he didn't leave really with a you know he didn't leave with a championship, and he really didn't leave with a whole lot of accolades. So it's almost like people are going to be looking at him like, what are you wearing a jersey like that for? You know, to get he, with the times or something. Didn't yeah, right. He make the he made the playoffs with the Jets. Think oh my gosh! They lost made. to the Steelers in a real like far. missed field goals. Oh. Like he was great, and I think the no. Jets missed like two or three field goals in the game that were chip yeah. shots, and they should have beat the Steelers. The Steelers then lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship. It was the year the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. That's why I know all the details. Oh, back in 04, yeah. Oh yeah. four, oh five, I think was the year that the Super Bowl was. So oh four yep. season. Yep. Uh, I mean, I I just I'd rather it said no name or it had Namath on it or something. Namath. You can't know, go wrong with the Namath. Who's uh, the Brooklyn no. one? Or is it just like a? It's a nobody. No name. Yeah, there's no name on it. There's um, no. Steve Young. I got a Steve Young jersey when I was 13. It went down to my knees. Now it fits me perfectly, and I only wear it on the Super Bowl because it's like authentic. It's really nice. But. uh I didn't wear it this year because uh, the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. And they actually, My buddy used they to won. have a – he was very proud. I don't Super know what Bowl this champs. would go for now, but he was very proud to wear his Roger Stahlback Cowboys jersey. And uh, Snake? Yes. And he wore that thing all the time. I mean, he wore that thing until it was almost faded. <clears throat> but uh, I wonder how much, you know, those, those uh, real throwback superstars go for. Hmm. Uh, well, you would have to find 
either a super hardcore collector or a really old rich guy who watched them play. And yes. they're the ones. But football, the nostalgia for football is like happening now. Uh, you know. Yeah, because Wentz, I looked him up. He's he's going for about a hundred bucks a jersey. Yeah. To yeah. wear Wentz. Yeah. If you want a current player, about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Maybe unless. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. TMI. And I, and I wanted no. to know what some of my autographs no. went for. Now I've lost a few. I used to have Pete Rose somewhere, and um, oh, you, know, you can't one. imagine he's ever going to fit. I don't know where it is. Oh. I think it disappeared. Pete Rose Reds. Oh, hold on to that, man. Damn. It was, Reds? yeah, it was, it was when he was with the Reds. Pete Rose Reds? It, I, I met him at it in Boca Raton at, when he had that ballpark cafe, and I went up to him, and the first thing the guy said was, where's your plaque? Because, you know, he, he didn't want anybody bringing in uh, outside cards. They had a very strict yeah. rule. You had to get, yeah, you had to get your memorabilia from him. So that's the first thing he said. I was like, what an asshole. Um yeah, what a money hound. I, I can't imagine he would ever go for that much money unless he makes it into the Hall of Fame. And I don't think he ever will. I think by the time the commission decides we'll let him in, somebody will beat his record. Um, and then I looked at what I have a, an autograph. I, I, let, I gave it to my mother because you know, like, I just listen, don't follow baseball enough anymore. Listen, Pete but I've got a... Could you uh, maybe take it a little easy on the rule breakers, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who are you to you know, uh, judge me? Have it give me a pass here. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I have an autograph that I left with my mother of, of Pee Wee Reese. And um, oh, yeah. it's a very common picture. He was swinging a bat. He's wearing his Dodger uniform. It's like a practice picture. Uh, and I thought, wow, you know, he's been dead now for a few years. Let's Let's see what this would go for. Really not that much. $150. And I could, I noticed that not only was this autograph not very rare, but this picture with this autograph, almost identical to the one that I have, uh, he must have signed a lot of these while he was alive. So it's not really that rare. Right. And I think maybe the most valuable autograph I might have is probably the Macho Man. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. I looked him up. Yeah, he's probably the most valuable autograph I have. Yeah, my autograph sells for a cool $5. <laughs> you get a Slim Jim with it. At one of those nerd conventions, dig it. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, boys. You want to put tonight in the W column? Dig it. It's a W. Dig it, dig it. Right. Twist. Get us a podcast. Get up in charge. Articulating, transcendentalating, and discussing the sports analytics scores and tribunes. Jonathan Astor to the man in charge of wearing a Chad Penny New Jersey and owning the right side of the country, Michael Biscardi. To the man in charge of wearing a diaper. After a few minute Adderalls, Matthew Clark. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. Tweet us and make sure to like us on Facebook and the Grand Insta at the Podcastle. Thank you so much for listening to tonight's program. We'll see you next time, kids. Good night. See ya. Godspeed. Bye. Great show, boys. To keep my hands on myself.